0: In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lock Talk Radio. Hi, I'm Angela Moore, and this is Don't Get Me Started, a live calling show with Linda Darla. Linda has over 50 years in show business, She's also won the UPCP Actress Sam Payne Award for Humanity, Integrity, and the Encouragement of New Talent. So if Linda has something to say to you, you might want to listen. So here is Linda. Hi. hi! Thank you so much. Uh, all you people who have done intros and will do intros for me in the future, it always makes me smile that, that uh, somebody has done that for the show. Um, And thank you for what you say. I really appreciate it. Uh, Welcome back, those who are back. Welcome to any new folks who might be listening for the first time. I'm Linda Darlow, and this is Episode 8 of my series, Don't Get Me Started. This is Episode 8, Help is on the Way. (laughs) Always makes me think of... uh, Mrs. Doubtfire, every time I say that. Anyway, um, we are coming to you today from my loft amid all of the boxes of my life that are now stored up here due to my brand new home flooding uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, my intrepid producer and marketing guru are here with me, crammed in the corner of the loft, bringing you the show Anyway, as we say in the biz, the show must go on, and we are going on, so I'm going to try to get through this. Uh, This is a live call-in show. It still is, so feel free to call in if you have any questions about your career, um, about showbiz, uh, about being a performer. The number is 1-845-277-9218. It's a U.S. number, so long-distance charges may apply, and that's all I'm going to say about that. It's one 277 9218 And just to recap, uh, the last four episodes were all about taking charge of your acting, your auditioning, your career, and your life. If you haven't heard any of those, you might want to go back and have a boo. Um, they... Are pretty good actually if I do say so myself but um, I thought a logical follow-up to those challenges should be an episode that gives you some advice and help from some very successful people who have been there and done that uh, and also if I have time maybe I'll throw in a few tips from me that I don't see on their list because I have a few of my own um, There's two people that I've chosen for this one. Uh, First is Chris Winfield. I call his 10 tips the things to do list. Um, And Steve Jobs is the other one. His six tips are more helpful in the mental slash psychological area of what it takes to achieve success. But I think both are really important. So I'm covering those two things. And, uh, like I said, uh, I have some other general overall miscellaneous tips on how to survive, uh, this business and life in general, um, that I will go over at the end. Okay. First up, uh, Chris Winfield, he's an entrepreneur and productivity expert in New York City. Um, With the use of simple systems and techniques and the power of true focus, Winfield teaches business owners, of which you are one, how to get 40 hours of work done in 16.7 hours. How about that? And he goes over much more. Um, He's also known as the Super Connector and is the creator of Unfair Advantage Live, the premier publicity event for entrepreneurs and experts. I don't know if we need anybody like that yet. But, hey, if his stuff makes sense to you and you want to go learn some more, you just Google this guy, Chris Winfield. Okay. Okay. Uh, So here are his 10. You ready? There we go. Uh, Tip one. uh, Well, his general overall tips are, are really aimed at creating a routine for yourself to form some habits that work to your advantage, not to your disadvantage. It's really, you know, good habits over bad habits and to come up with more good than bad uh, and really take a look. So his first uh, tip is to get positive. Create a mantra of some kind. I mean, think think positively. I know it's kind of, you know, old school, but it's true. It really helps. Um, I was reading a, a book by a German author uh, Years ago. And there was one line in the book that actually woke me up. Sometimes lines do that. It changed my whole perspective. And the line was, fate and temperament are one in the same. And it just rocked me. Might not rock you, but rocked me. And This is what it meant to me. It was like how I think and how I perceive things is probably pretty much going to go. It really does make a difference. And because I got rocked by that line, I really started paying attention to my temperament and how I thought about things and and how I approached handling things. And son of a gun, I got to tell you, it worked for me. So um, uh, I, I I just think you should really think positively as much as you can. I mean, shit happens, but um, th- we're going to get to this later. There's an exercise It's called flip the switch that you can change. However, your first reaction is, you can change it to something positive, no matter what. Um, so you just have to want to do that. Uh, and also think positively instead of thinking about all the what ifs. Yeah. But what if I hear that so much from actors about moving forward with anything is, Oh yeah, but what if, well, what if the outcome was really good? What if, and it's usually, Oh, what if this bad thing happened or what if this bad thing happened? Well, what about what if this good thing happened? Uh, I, I, another uh, mentor and teacher once said, who writes your material anyway? You write your story. So write a better story. Um, create a really good one for yourself. starts with actually just your train of thought, your, your condition of, of thinking, and your mind really does have an effect on um, also in how the universe will support you. So think positive. Um, Two, I love this one. Be proactive about achieving your results. Don't look at Twitter and emails and Facebook first. Do not make that the first thing you do in your day. Be proactive, be pro yourself active. Do something first in your day that is for you. That's actually going to move you forward. In other words, just like I've said, take charge of everything else. Take charge of your day. Yeah. And don't get distracted by that external bullshit. Um Stay on your course first. And then, you know, when you take a break and that's recommended, eventually we'll get to that tip. Um, then go look at Facebook or Instagram or, you know, do all that fun stuff that you wanted to do. Watch the cat videos or, you know, whatever your jam is. Um, but first thing of the day should be about you and for you and your uh future and your accomplishments and your well-being proactive okay number three mentally prepare for your day uh a lot of people believe that and i kind of get it i just do this kind of automatically anyway visualize your day see see it happening see how you're gonna make it through (laughs) pardon me uh, and, and in fact, that's what you can do to be proactive instead of looking at media BS. Um, look at your day. Visualize how it's going to flow in a good way. Just don't look at that firing squad that's aiming at you. Just <laughs> let them go. <laughs> look at how it's going to work out just fine. Sometimes I, I get really upset or kind of panic because I booked too many things in a day and I'm just like, I don't see how I'm going to get through this day. I've got appointments back to back. I can't. Yeah. And then I just stop, slow down, visualize it happening. And I can move from this one to this one. And sometimes the days that I'm worried the most about are the ones that go the easiest because I've actually planned them better. I Actually, they scared me so badly, I actually planned how it was going to go. Um, and and I think what I did then that worked out so well and was became actually easy was I set myself up to win that day. I set myself up to, even though it looked like a huge mountain I was going to climb, to really just being at the top and going down the slope. It just worked. And um, then I feel very grateful, of course, and satisfied and pat myself on the back because I did win the day by visualizing. So mentally prepare. Doesn't take that long. You just have to look at what you're going to do today. Don't look any further. Don't look behind. Just look at the day. Um, another tip that <laughs> I never thought of this as a tip, but I, I get it. And the tip number four. Read a book <laughs> I know. you know,, uh, yeah, why not? Um, it can be an ebook. if you're attached to phone, iPad, computer checking, all of that, read something online, um, or pick up that book that you know is by your bed that you haven't really did off, actually um even if even if you read a page a day. Read something. Uh, get your mind working a little more. Um, I, 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 actually, you know, now that I've said that, I mean my book, "Audition Craft for Film and TV," is going to be available actually as an ebook. <laughs> Just thought I'd mention that now um, on my website, so you know you can. Purchase that and read a page of my book, which will also help you with your career. So there you go. Uh, But read. I actually started doing this. I'm not a fan of computer stuff. But I use, I always get this wrong. Is it Foxfire or Firefox? Firefox. Firefox, Thank you. My producer knows better than me. Um, Yeah, they... Whenever I go there to go search something on the Internet, they give me a slew of options of stories to read, articles to read. And I noticed that I actually, I've started reading them. I've actually copied a couple of recipes (laughs) that they had and a couple of articles. Of course, I'm kind of interested in this self-help you know, mind activity area. And so, but, uh, you know, read what you gravitate to. It doesn't have to be anything, you know, specifically about your career. It can be even a novel if you're into it. But read every day. Read something every day. Even an article. Um, I feel fuller. I feel richer for having done that. Um, And believe me, I had a few books by my bedside until I got wise and figured I wasn't going to finish them anyway and moved them back to the shelves. Um where they sit to this day. <laughs> but I will read an article. And if you're that kind of person, read an article. It's still reading. Yes. So read a book. Uh number 5. Be accountable to someone. Have a partner or a mentor. Have Be accountable, which is, um, I know I've talked about this before in some of the other uh, episodes, which is all about having a support network. It doesn't need to be a lot of people. It can be one other person that you're accountable to. So what you do is you tell someone else what you're going to accomplish and tell them that they can hold you accountable for accomplishing that. Whatever it is. And then you have to go do that thing. And the support is that just knowing that you have to answer to someone <laughs> might be all you need to actually accomplish something. It because you can always lie to yourself, you know, you can always talk yourself out of having to do that yeah I didn't do it because' ah, oh, geez, I got really busy. The phone never stopped ringing, and but if you have to tell someone else that why you didn't do something, you might have to be a little clearer and so I know even for me, I mean sometimes I'll wait till the last minute before I know somebody's gonna ask me, did I do what I say I was gonna do but uh. Yeah, know, well, it helps me get it done. I go, oh, shit, I got to report to uh my support team here. And, uh yeah, I better get that done. I need to get that done because I want to say I did it. I don't want to get why. Why didn't you do that? <laughs> I just don't want to hear that. So it's easier to just do it. Um, it can be more people than that. You can have a, a, a you know, a little network. But even if it's, you know, for other people, anything larger tends to be hard to coordinate if you're going to meet. And some groups do meet. Some groups have been going for six years or more. Um, There are benefits to, one, networking with these people who probably are of like mind for whatever you're doing. So performers and you can network with each other and support each other. And if you need to get something done, you need photos or Um, to make a demo or do something that people have connections and uh, your support system might be able to supply some of those connections for you or help you accomplish things you need to accomplish. So uh, a support team um, is a really good idea, particularly in our business. Um, It just means that there are that many more people who are, have access to even more information that might be helpful for you and, and each other in the group. But at least one person is fine. Um, and do the same for them, you know, let them tell you what they want to accomplish and um, hold them to it. You know, I mean, they can, people can change their minds. You can say, OK, you know what? I said I was going to do this, but the truth is I really don't want to. <laughs> So, um, yeah, if you don't want to, then great. Take it off your list Uh, and someone should let you do that, whoever is supporting you. I'm going to cover that in the to-do list in a couple of uh, minutes here. But anyway, support is fabulous to have. Don't just try to do everything by yourself. You don't get points for that, really. No one cares. So get help for whatever you need help for. Um, tip number six, write something, write something down. What? Anything. Um, what comes to me when I saw that one for artists was what the artist's way, the book, the artist's way suggests that is brilliant, which is to write three pages a day just right. I thought I would try it and it was absolutely spectacularly miraculous. What happened? Um First of all, I decided that it was up to me how many pages I was going to write. I didn't have to do three pages, and I didn't have to stop if I wanted to do more than three pages. (laughs) But I was a good girl. I follow instructions. So I was trying to do three pages until I realized I could do two if that's what I wanted to do, or four if I wanted to. Um, uh, But write something just to express yourself to get whatever's going on inside on the outside whether it's your train of thought or um uh desires you have or you want to bitch bitch on paper go for it it doesn't matter what you write what happened too was after doing three pages every day for over a year. I mean, it was like automatic writing. Um, You know, there were days when it would be one sentence over and over and over and over until I just got over it. Um, It really doesn't matter. But what started happening was also interesting. Um, It became kind of automatic writing at some point. Uh, But it also, I would like tell my writing what I wanted and it needed to happen now. And son of a gun, it would kind of happen. It really got to be that way. But that was after a a long time. But writing, writing something. Um, And as an artist, you should check out The Artist's Way. It's a pretty good program of um, ways to handle this business and handle your participation in this kind of career. Uh, But the pages are phenomenal. Even if you write half a page, it doesn't matter. Or you write poetry if you want. It doesn't matter what you write. I had some pretty good bitch fests all by myself. Or, you know, a little pity party every now and then on paper. It, was, it, it, it felt great. So write something every day. Half a page to, you know, a, a chapter. doesn't matter. Write something. Okay, this is, is seven uh, number seven from Chris Winfield: Have a to-do list <laughs> and, and be proactive about your to-do list. Um, I do want to put some caveats on this to-do list before you just start imagining all these phenomenal things you're gonna to do today. Um, you need to weigh the whatever you're thinking about doing against some very specific questions. Question one, do you have a burning desire to do this thing? Because if you don't have a burning desire and tell the truth about it, you're not going to do it. And then you're going to fail. Do I have a burning desire to do my laundry? No. Okay, not going to do it. Not going on the to-do list today, maybe tomorrow. Uh, So, be truthful about whether you have a burning desire. If you have a burning desire, absolutely put it on the list. There's a really good chance you'll you'll get it done. Is it doable? Do you have the time? Do you have the space in your day? You know, I, I, I want to write uh, two chapters of my – I want to write two scenes for my movie that – my feature film I'm writing – how much free time have you got to do that in? An hour? No, not, no, not going to happen. So it needs to be whatever it is you're saying you're going to do, doable in this day you're putting that on your to-do list. If it isn't doable, is there some other little thing you could do about getting to do that? So could you write a page? And then you've written something. Could you write a page of that script? in the hour or half hour that you have so make it doable also is it winnable can you succeed at this again do you have the time do you have the energy do you have the 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 thought space do you have the physical space to handle whatever it is that you're going to put on your to-do list for this day uh otherwise don't don't There's another list you can make, actually, to put some of this stuff on. Um, Someone who used to lead a program um, with me up here, who's now in L.A., Rob Bruner, was the person who came up with this list. Uh, He called it his unconfrontable list. His unconfrontable to-do list. And so it was on paper that this had to get done. He just couldn't face it right now. So it reminds you, and then you can look at that list every now and then and see if you want to pick something up off that list to do. Yeah. Um, So uh, if it's not winnable on this day, stick it on your unconfrontable list. The other thing is, is it under your control to accomplish this? You know, um, I want to. I want to have an audition. Do you have an audition scheduled? Are you a casting director? Are you an agent? Mm, Chances are probably slim to none that you are in control of whether you have an audition today or not. Um, So that would not be something you want to put on your list. Because the problem, why people are scared of to-do lists, is because they put so many things on their to-do list that they can't accomplish. They lose every day. Who wants to fail? Nobody. You want to win, right? Right. So only put things on your to-do list that you can actually accomplish in a day and win. It's in your control to do that. But there are things you can't control. But there are things you could do about getting an audition today. You could check in with your agent. That could go on the to-do list. Just give, you know, a little email. Hey, just thinking about you. What's new? Well, anything uh, for me, whatever. Um But it has to be under your control. Uh, Can't be up to somebody else. Um, But there are things you can do to get to whatever it is the other person needs to react to. Um, Yeah. So that's number seven. Have a to-do list, but be really careful about what you put on it. I really do want you to win. Okay. Okay. Here's what I mentioned earlier. This is tip number eight from Chris Winfield. Take breaks. Breaks are great. Again, you know, you don't get points for driving yourself into the ground every day. You really don't. What they're good for is also refocusing and actually regenerating your energy from a a more neutral place, not so jammed. Take a break. Even uh even for a few minutes it helps to just stop what you're doing. Take a breath. Uh it's a good time you to actually read a little article for the day or meditate for a few minutes or even take a walk or hey, nap. Nothing wrong with that. I nap all the time. It's really refreshing. Um but you refresh, you refresh refocus, and you can get yourself back to a more neutral place. So you then can go to this next tip, which I love. He calls it, this is tip number nine, chunk your day. Chunk your day. In other words, one thing at a time. Don't be doing a little of this, a little of that, a little of this, a little of that. Whatever you have on your to-do list to accomplish, do that. When you finish that, then move on to something else. Unless, you know, unless you put the roast in the oven and it's going to take two hours. And then, yes, you can go do something else. But I call that, you know, finishing putting the roast in the oven. Then you can go do something else. But don't just... Salt and pepper it, leave it on the counter, and then run off and answer a couple of emails, and then run back and finish getting the roast in the oven. (laughs) You You don't need to do that. You'll probably fuck up the emails, you know, (laughs) because you'll be thinking about the roast. Don't do that. Chunk your day. Do whatever it is you wanted to accomplish about a certain thing in one chunk, and then move on. Uh, It really helps you focus on the task at hand um, and you can complete uh, things more easily. They're not all dovetailing and flipping around and, and then you have all these loose ends that you're all messed up about. You don't have to. Um, you don't have to function that way. Uh, it makes what you are doing a lot more fun because you can just concentrate on it. Um I had another, this is bizarre, but I'm going to, yeah, okay. Um, Okay, I dropped a box of straight pins, little sharp straight pins on my closet floor, thousands of them. And I didn't want to have to go into the closet barefoot and have pins on the floor. So I had to pick them up. And I was in a bit of a hurry, and it started to really get me crazy. I was frustrated. I'm trying to pick up these pins. I'm stabbing myself with these pins, and I'm trying to get back in this little box. And finally, in the middle of doing this, I stopped, calmed myself down, and I went, this is what I have to do right now. So I don't have to do anything else. pins, and it will take as long as it takes. From that point on, I actually had fun picking up these pins because I slowed down. I just, it was like pickup sticks. I just played the game of picking up thousands of these straight pins until I got every last one. And then I went on to do whatever else I had to do. Um... It taught me a big lesson. The universe gives me lessons like that. I don't know, you know, it was the straight pins that fixed chunking my day. Uh, same thing with gardening. I, if I have to rush, if I don't have time, I just hate it. But if I have time, if I have nothing else to do, but get in the yard and putz around, fabulous, fabulous. And so you can have a good day every day. If you just chunk things, and put all your focus and attention on the thing at hand until you get it done, and then move on. Life is not complicated, folks. It's actually pretty simple, but it's up to you to organize it that way. So chunk your day. That is number nine. Number 10, I also like, themes. Have themes to things you want to get done. Uh, Either for work days, what is today about? or even for a whole week. What is this week about? So for instance, um, uh, certain tasks on certain days. Um, Okay, it's clean the house week. I'm gonna get to every room this week. Maybe not every day in one day, but this week is clean the house week. Uh, um, Or it's auto week. Clean thing, take it, get it washed. Get it vacuumed, get all the junk out of it whatever. Um, agent contact week. I need an agent. I'm this is the week. I'm gonna write those emails, send my demo, whatever. Um, theme theme things so you know that what you're up to has a similar focus and keep that in your mind. I think it will help a lot. Um, those are Chris Winfield's tips. I think they make sense. If they make sense to you, um, go look him up, do some more uh, work with him uh, or read his stuff. Anyway, the tips were one, get positive, Two, be proactive. Three, mentally prepare. Four, read a book. Five, be accountable to someone. Six, write something. Seven, have a to-do list, eight breaks, nine, chunk your day, and ten, have themes for accomplishing things. Okay, before I uh go to Steve. He's on Steve has six things, so um the phone number is, if anybody's still awake out there, um to call in uh one eight four five Two seven seven nine two one eight. 9218 Okay. Um, Steve Jobs. Steve, as pretty much everyone, unless they're under a rock, knows who he is. He passed away in 2011. But before he went on, he uh, was a pioneer of the personal computer era with Steve Wozniak. Uh, they founded Apple in 1976 and transformed the company into a world leader in telecommunications. Um, he was widely considered a visionary and a genius. He oversaw the launch of such revolutionary products as the iPod and the iPhone. And, you know, gosh, how uh, we've attached to those. Thank you, Steve. Um, I figure he was onto to something, so I'm going to go over his six tips. There's just six. You ready? You might want to jot these down too. These are more, as I said at the beginning, more of a psychological, mental uh, perspective to have. Number one, big. Think big. There's nothing wrong with thinking big. Reach for it. Um, I came up with a little line for this one um years ago when i was mulling things over and teaching and looking at what i wanted to accomplish what i figured out was the person who gets what he wants has already reached for more than that think big it doesn't matter how big you think it's how far you get in accomplishing those things to getting that big thought but think big anyway because it will help you accomplish those little things along the way yeah i say dream big but take little bitty steps toward that big dream you have to take the little steps you can sit in your chair and dream big all you want to but until you actually get up and do something about getting that big dream, nothing's going to happen because the universe thinks you're happy sitting there. Uh, I really do believe the universe supports us in getting what we want to accomplish, but it needs to know what direction you're going in. If you're just sitting there, it thinks you're quite happy just sitting there. So it supports you doing that. Um, if you want to, uh, accomplish something and you go get up and make that phone call to hook up with someone who might have information you need, universe goes, oh, he's after something. Let me see what I can do about that. So, you know, think big, but do something about it. Um, number two, follow instincts. I, I, ah, uh, uh, so many people, we're all such good people. We all want to get it right and follow the rules and, uh, you know, tell have people tell us what works and what doesn't and all of that stuff. But, you know, you also have instincts. You also have a gut reaction. And he says, follow those instincts. It might include breaking some rules as long as you're not hurting anybody or damaging anything else, break a rule. Somebody else just made that rule may or may not apply to you. I, there's, there are people who do, you know, break rules all the time on very dangerous things like driving for one, you know, people have nothing. don't even think about breaking those rules um, all the time. Uh, but, you know, you shouldn't be a pain in the ass and call your agent too many times. It's like, oh, I've never called my agent because they said not to. Well, you know, pardon me, but fuck that. Um, uh, follow your instincts. I mean, you just have to be responsible for whatever it is you do do. Um, and just don't break any rules that are dangerous to anybody. Uh, like, you know, don't drive on the wrong side of the street but do contact producers and directors um, run your career the way you want to have it be. Nobody, nobody, there are no rules about, there's no rules about this business that we're all in for the most part. So what rules are we following anyway? Um run your business the way you want to run your business. And if it means breaking some rules or maybe bending some unwritten rules, go ahead. Um, You know, bend them up. Responsible. You know, take responsibility for your actions. That's the only thing you need to do. Um, Steve's number three tip. Adopt unconventional, impractical perspectives to problems. In other words, I say, and this is my interpretation of that, um, I'll read it again. Adopt unconventional, impractical perspectives to problems. In other words, I say think for yourself. Think about how to solve problems. And again, it's about following rules that may or may not even exist. Sometimes they're rules you've made up for yourself, and then you follow them to your own detriment. Uh I think it also means think outside the box a little bit. Think about, be creative with your solutions to problems. There's nothing wrong with that. Don't just, don't be lazy about this one. Really look at ways to handle things. Think And sometimes, listen, think about, again, it's just thoughts. Thoughts don't hurt anybody. Um, actions might, but thoughts don't. Um so even if you're thinking of crazy solutions, think about them. So what? Uh, it's like what I say in, in terms of working on material in scenes. Get outside the box a little bit. I do exercises called stay away from the material. Don't just be so literal all the time. Don't, think about solutions that are maybe a little, you know, far out there or a little risque or whatever. But try it. You know, it's not going to kill you. And then you can accept or reject the idea as too goofy, too crazy, but at least think about them. You might come up with some good stuff. Yes, he came up with the iPhone. Not bad. Um, Okay, I love this next one. In fact, it has to do with um, uh, a future episode that I'm going to do very soon. His number four. Don't fear failure. Don't let it hold you back. Uh, This is incredibly important. One of the two next episodes, I'm not sure which is coming next and which will be last, but it's going to be success versus failure and how to handle those things because it's so critical. It's so critical. And it's, it's up to you what you want to call something. Um, But even if you call it failure, failure is not something to fear. Failure is actually how you make correction and then figure out how to succeed. So failure is absolutely necessary to achieving success. He figured that out. He calls it number four of his six tips. Don't fear failure. If you fear failure, you're going to stay stuck. You're not going to move. You're you're you know, uh, it's it, and and why we f- fear it, too, is but just the definition alone is, is a little depressing. Oh. Um, but failure is useful. And we're going to really talk. I'm going to talk more about that. You're not talking much, but I'm talking um, about uh, fear of failure and how failure actually will help you succeed. His number five. Be optimistic about the future. <laughs> I, know, I know. These things are you know, they're they're simple, but they're hard. They're hard to do. People don't do them, particularly now. I'm sorry, we're not in good shape. Nothing is in good shape. There is much that I can tell. Including my house. But I'm optimistic that I'm gonna have even newer, better things in my home. Um, uh, this is the same really as Winfield's think positive, but this is, this one's got to be important. It's on everybody's list. Um, be optimistic about how things are going to turn out. It's a vibe. It matters. Um, optimism, uh, being optimistic is a positive thing too. I don't know. It's, it seems to move forward. It's, it, it, it. Implies action. Um, Pessimism seems more negative to me. It's like, you know, stagnation, non-action. So go for optimism. I try to. And and I probably could be one of the most pessimistic people on the planet. But I've chosen optimism, even in the worst of times, like now, um, in my life. That's number five. Last one. Number six. I love this one keep it personal. Have three pride words about yourself. Three pride words. At least three magnificent qualities that describe you. They're your personal pride words. So uh, when in doubt, when feeling maybe not so optimistic or feeling like you're failing a little bit and it isn't looking like success have your pride words that you can revert to and own them don't just pick any three words you'd like pick three words that describe the best of you and it might take some work for you even to figure those out but the other way to do it is ask people, you know, because they probably have three pride words for you. And if you listen to them, you'll probably go, yeah, you know, you're right. I, I do do that. Yeah, I am good at that. Yeah, that is a quality of of me that's fabulous. So sometimes, you know, getting help from the outside is even better. Um, but own those words. You need to really own them. Um I also believe in the mock school of acting. So if you need to fake it for a while till you can own them, okay, go ahead. But, you know, if everybody says you're good at this one thing and you don't get it yet, well, just pretend you are good at that and just mock school of acting it until uh, it becomes something you can actually own and believe in. Um, the other part of that, though, is it then – um, you need to be responsible. You need to be responsible for your strength and your power. I I do believe that what holds us back from actually knowing how fantastic we are is then having to be responsible for being that way. And we're all human. We all fuck up. We all, you know, slip and slide and do whatever. But so what? We're still basically the strong, powerful, uniquely magnificent people that we are. And the more you can own that about yourself, the more other people can see it about you. And it's not an arrogant thing. It's not um, uh, an obnoxious thing. It's it's about just knowing uh, that you are powerful and strong. And whatever those three words are for you, think about them. Have them yourself to them. Okay, so uh, rehashing Steve Jobs six tips. Think big. Follow instincts. Adopt unconventional, impractical perspectives to problems. Don't fear failure. Be optimistic and keep it personal. Have pride words. That are all about how great you are. Okay. I still have a couple of minutes. So, okay. I have a few tips myself. These are Linda's tips. And I've developed these uh, from teaching and leading masteries and observing human behavior for the last... (laughs) Oh, Jesus, I'm not even going to say a long time. Um, Yeah. Um, So here's Linda's tips. Moderately successful, I think. Um, Tip number one, I think it's important to know what your purpose is on this planet. Spend a little time to come up with a statement. What are you here to accomplish? What are you, you here to do? You're here for some reason. What is it? uh what are where 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 does your work gravitate you to what interests do you have all of those things will inform you and um i think it's just about you can't be off your purpose you're going to live your purpose no matter what you think you may never know what it is but i say know what it is and then you can kind of guide yourself better through what's important and what isn't important and make wiser choices Um, if you're conscious of what that purpose is. So it's just a little training for you to get conscious about what that purpose is so then you can maybe make more use of yourself and feel better about everything. Discover what your purpose is. Um, Have a plan A and a plan B. (laughs) They didn't say that. I mean, they, you know, have a to-do list and blah, 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 but things go sideways sometimes. Yeah. So uh, on the small scale, even on a day-to-day thing, have a plan A and a plan B in case plan A falls apart, which can happen. Trust me. Um, I wasn't planning on the flood. Um, (laughs) uh, Have plan A and a plan B. Um, And, and you can just substitute if, if, something falls out, just stick a little bee back in there. And you can do that on the bigger scale, too, about your life. Yeah? What if acting doesn't work out for you? What are you going to do? I paused there for a reason. What are you going to do? If you never book an acting job, what do you want to do with yourself? which is also why I think knowing your purpose helps. You can do something else. You can have a plan B, even if plan A is to be an actor, a working actor. There's nothing wrong with that, but have a plan B. Um, I've, I've actually disciplined myself to do this, and it's helped. Get over upset quickly. Be conscious of how long you stew about something. When something does go wrong, um, how long do you spend rehashing it or being upset about it or trying to make it change or whatever you do with it? I used to go for hours, sometimes days on auditions that I oh, feel terrible about. Oh, God, I'd spend hours until I finally went, well, this isn't helping anything. And sometimes I would book those anyway, which was even more ridiculous. Um, But uh, work on shortening the time you spend. You don't have to go from zero to a hundred on this one uh, instantly, but just actually be conscious and discipline how much time you're going to let yourself feel bad. You should feel bad. Things happen. You feel bad. So feel bad. But how long are you going to allow yourself to feel bad? If it's a big one, maybe it needs a couple of hours. Who knows? Might need a couple of hours, but then, The next time it happens, shorten that time. Okay, I'm going to give myself an hour. Then one hour, that's it. Then I'm moving on. And then wallow in it for an hour and then move on. I've got it down to, I don't know, five, ten minutes now. I can be really upset for that time. And then I get over just about whatever it is I was upset about. Uh, I might rehash it later for a minute or two. But basically, I'm done with being trapped in this uh upset for the rest of it, it's not going to ruin my day any day anymore just not going to happen um get over upset quickly oh here's what i was talking about earlier flip the switch it's an exercise i found in a self-help book because i read a lot of those to get information i just wallow in that stuff um anyway it's called flip the switch and you can even um mock up whatever it is you just You can practice this one by looking at anything around your room and having a a, a feeling about it. Um, Something that maybe you don't like that much or really thought about that much. And then practice literally flipping the switch and taking the opposite attitude. Mental thought about it. Yeah, I do like that lamp. I thought I hated it, but no, I love that lamp. Practice just flipping the switch and see what feels better. And I think if you practice flipping the switch enough, you then can start automatically flipping the switch about upsets and about things that aren't working for you and how you feel about whatever is not working for you and even about how you feel about yourself. Yeah? Look in the mirror and flip that switch. You know? Look at something you don't like about yourself and then flip the switch. You know, you know what? I love those wrinkles. I earned them. I worked hard. <laughs> Took a lot of years to develop those. <laughs> I'm having them. Or I need a Botox appointment. Either way, move on. Right? <laughs> I just helped my producer. Um You can change your attitude is what I'm saying in a split second. You don't need anyone to come to your rescue. You don't have to hit the bottle. You don't have to go to the drugs. You can actually just flip the switch all on your own and change your mind because you created what goes on in there anyway. So flip the switch. Uh, Number five for me. Uh, This is just a tip from, you know, slow down, slow down. And we get, it was, life is supposed to be easier, but I don't know about you, but it's not easier for me these days. It's gotten busier, more complicated, trickier, busier, um, all of this stuff that's supposed to, you know, make it easier and more enjoyable. No, not happening. Um, You have to just slow yourself down every now and then. I get caught up. I get caught up in handling a lot of stuff and I, my phone is always with me and I do a program where I take everyone's phone away because it was just way too attached to those little honeys that keep us functioning all the time. Take a break. Slow down. Like um, I think it was Chris who said, take a break. Yeah? Take a break. It regenerates you. It will uh, allow you to actually... Probably make less mistakes if you slow down and actually help you enjoy things more like picking up little stick pins, slow down, reward yourself. This is one of my things reward yourself um, uh, when you succeed at anything. You don't have to buy yourself a car, just, uh, you know, take yourself out for a coffee, go for a walk, reward yourself, pat yourself on the back for achieving anything. I don't care how small. get up in the morning, pat yourself on the back for doing that. It doesn't matter, but reward yourself. If you have an audition, reward yourself. You, just, you know, just take a half hour you weren't going to give yourself or something. Um, when you're having to make decisions, Be informed first and then decide. Stop mulling it over without being clear about the information that's necessary to make a decision. Make the decision clear. Um, And my last one is actually something Ram Dass said. Be here now. That's pretty much it. Now is the only moment that exists. What happened... In the last few seconds is over. Whatever is coming, we don't know. Now is all that exists. So um, uh, don't be ahead. don't be behind. Be in the present, particularly if for acting. Particularly, be in the present, in your work. It wouldn't hurt in your life as well. Um, tip number nine is actually, you know, stay conscious and self-generate. Is really all you need to do. Um, and and along with all of Chris Winfield's tips and Steve Jobs tips. And uh, that's pretty much it for now. Uh, thank you, Colin. Thank you, Nicole for you for listening uh, whenever we'll be back in four weeks, probably September 25th. I haven't cleared that with my guys yet, but you can listen to this or any other of the episodes on Apple, Spotify, blog talk, Facebook has them wherever. And you can follow us too. on any of those, um, media outlets and my book audition craft for film and TV is available. And, uh, I wish you all success, health and happiness. Thank you for my uh, intro and pray for the planet, please.